in five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is Justin, or LDSG Ghost, and this is our LDS Gamers podcast for the month of May 2016. If I could make that sound any more cheesier, I probably would. And we are met today by... Superfluous? Superfluous. You struggle with that every time. <laughs> I'm just messing How with you. you I'm just messing with you, man. <laughs> just like I was messing so with you last true. time. Everyone so, says that exactly the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Super. I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Christian, a.k.a. Superflias. And we also have Dr. TechMD. Uh, this is Jason. You can call me Tech, too. Tech, I'm good tech, with that. Tech, Tech. Who else we got? Worm. The Worm. Yep. The one and only Wormo. Ian. Yeah, I go by a Wormo, but my real name's Ian. Or Wormian. Yeah. That's how I read that worm. just now. <laughs> no capital. People like no to capitalize capital. the worm, but don't capitalize it. <laughs> do not do. And we also have uh, Master Paradox. Where's he at? Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Bacon Pancakes, <laughs> a.k.a. Ultimate Gazebo, a.k.a. Valiant Paradox, <laughs> a.k.a. Steve. I am a level 12 cabbage vendor, <laughs> and uh, I'm here to uh, in- make you enjoy your podcast. So, yeah. Oh, we- and uh, su- Superflyus is my best friend, <laughs> a.k.a. You take clone. Wait. I thought I was your best friend. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, so, yes, everyone here is my best friend, and I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> okay, Paradox should have gone first. Dang it. So cordial. Sorry, sorry. Um, we can start over. Should we start over? Let's do it again. Let's <laughs> just redo it. No, we will not do it again. This, this is fine. This is good. All right, so welcome, everybody. And uh, now that our intros are over, uh, we're going to get right into it. Um, we apologize for missing last month's podcast. It is 100% my fault. No, it's uh, my it, it, no, it really is Ghost's fault. It, it, it oh. is my fault. We had a we had a baby. We uh, had our fourth child. So not an excuse. But okay. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank and you very much. Etc. <laughs> so yeah, we had our fourth time. baby, and I have been kind of on a hiatus of sorts. I haven't really played a lot of anything lately. So as you can imagine, I've just been losing sleep and not even playing games and losing sleep. Um, but I have, let's see what I've been up to. Um, I played the Overwatch beta very briefly. I think I played one match, which stinks because I was so excited to play the beta. And I, uh, yeah, I played one match with, uh, with super and paradox and I had no idea what I was doing, so that was a little aren't bit of a letdown. Aren't you the one that? Aren't you the one that always is talking about yeah, Overwatch? I've, yeah, I've been talking about it constantly, just constantly. Even to my wife, and she doesn't care about Overwatch. But 
She you, you even went AFK that one game, didn't you? Like, I did. Halfway through, we just started yeah, I, had, I had to deal with a baby. Terribly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? Why are these guys dominating us so bad? It's like, oh, there's Ghost standing in a corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bad. But yeah, it's so that, yeah, it's been it's been weird. I mean, just uh, man, I just can't wait for it to come out so I can actually play it. Um, and I'm bummed that I've missed so much of the beta. I mean, it's over now, so we have to wait and you know until. Is it kind of the 23rd? Is that when it comes out? The 23rd, I believe? 24th. 24th. That's right. May 24th. Um, other than that, I have... S- 27th. Sorry. 27th. Okay. Man. Oh, that's right. When does it come out? Will it ever come out? <laughs> it will never come out. Number. Um, I have kind of made a triumphant return to Destiny. I have missed Destiny. I started playing uh, Iron Banner um, when it was out, and... I thoroughly enjoyed that, and it kind of reminded me of how much I enjoyed Destiny. But it also reminded me, and this is a quick story, it also reminded me of why I stopped playing Destiny. And I think it was because I realized I was playing it too much. Because, okay, so I'm driving into work one morning, and I'm almost to work. And, hey, you know how when you have a public event, and, like, you walk in, you know, you're, you're on your bike or whatever, you, you, and there's a public event, and everything just goes, like, kind of dark. And you're like, okay, sweet, public event, you know, whatever. Okay, so you see that? <laughs> the clouds, all right, the clouds cover the sun while I'm sitting at the stoplight. And my first thought as the earth just became dark around me was that, oh, it's a public event. Well, I'm sitting in my car, and I got all excited about this public event, and the public event was that I was on my way to work. There was no, It was nothing cool. I mean, I had just, like, crossed into that plane of video game in real life and it was embarrassing and that's when i realized i had a destiny problem well at least you weren't uh, hallucinating a war shot so i think you're uh think jumping you're out okay. shooting stuff where's the fallen walker <laughs> how can you just stand there anyway so yeah, yeah that's something that you could take pride in <laughs> just assimilated into the world of destiny oh my goodness that's right yeah so anyway that was when i realized i had a destiny problem and uh, decided to to not play so much. But now I'm back, for the most part. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Rocket League. I've been getting a little bit better. Still awful. Um, But I really enjoy playing Rocket League. It's just a really solid game. And... uh, It's really fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. But yeah, so I'm just looking forward to to, uh, Overwatch and picking up Uncharted. Um, I've been seeing lots of awesome GIFs leak out onto the internet of funny gameplay and funny glitches and i'm just really looking forward to uncharted on the ps4 so that's me uh tech what have you been up to um so i played the overwatch beta pretty religiously while i was there um it's seriously one of the coolest games i've ever played and I, I really couldn't imagine why I couldn't really put my finger on it until I got to the end of the beta, why I liked it so much. But um, it's just an all-around good game. Um, Blizzard is very well known for being balancing pretty much every game they've ever made. Yeah. Um, if, if something's usually out of balance, usually they'll take care of it pretty quick. And Overwatch is in beta, and it still felt very balanced. There was always different... Instead of having your standard, okay, tank healer, support class, DPS, whatever, they have more of a 
a hero base where this hero could counteract this hero very well, but this one can't really do that one. Um, and it, it, they just they just did a lot, and so they give the option also to change heroes pretty much instantly, which because we're trying to think of like Overwatch is what people are saying it's more like a MOBA you know yeah. like League of Legends but it's also a, a first person shooter so it's kind of this mix of both worlds and so they're trying to take the best um, attributes from both worlds and kind of put them together in one game and they've really really done a very good job with it I think um, yeah and so now the two three weeks without being able to you know play it it's like a teaser you know and that's I swear it was probably part of their <laughs> business plan they're just like hey you know you guys yeah. want to play this for free for a week and then we'll take it away from you and so you can you know just hype, go pre-order hype, hype. yeah it, it didn't really feel like <laughs> a beta I mean and that's no. what I'm hearing all over the place too is that it didn't really feel like a beta at all it felt like a you know a full product yeah, definitely. So, really looking forward to that. I think uh, LDSG specifically is going to have a good time uh, um, teaming up with each other and uh, playing yeah, some. Right. And yeah, I think we'll have a good. I think it'll be one of our standard games we could go back to. Um, other than that, um, I've also been kind of getting back into Destiny. The update is uh, with the light update. They really did kind of. This is what we should have seen six months ago, <laughs> really. I mean, it's it's definitely a lot funner to play now. Like, you have a goal, and you, you don't feel like your goal is inattainable other than, you know, pure RNG um, without that. So I, I think they did a very good job, and so I've been trying to get to 335 and on all my characters. So, um, But other than that, um, I play Hearthstone, and I kind of, with the new expansion that came out, um, just this last week or so, um, it's really balanced the game a lot. Um, but then also threw it back out <laughs> into some different um, unbalanced stuff as well. So they're going to probably try and fix those, but it's probably a constant oh. battle. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, it's all. It, yeah, it's like it's you know it, Blizzard's really good with it. Like they'll stick with it, and they only have what four or five games that they produce, mm. and they just they just go at it, and you know. So that's why I really kind of. All in with Blizzard, but that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Nice, uh, Mr. Wormo. What have you been up yeah. to, man? Well, um, I'm a little late to the Fallout 4 bandwagon, but um, the past weekend I was house sitting for my parents. They've got a couple of pets that they don't like to leave stranded while they're traveling, so I was at my parents' house, and nice. my dad has Fallout 4, so yeah, I took. And, you know, a couple nights to play, play that. I played probably five or six hours into it, and it felt like a lot less than that. Um, you spent the whole time organizing, where, organizing trash. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, I'd walk into a house and I'd pick up the toy car and I'd pick up the uh, the old nineteen twenties board game and the tin cans and the coffee cups <laughs> and then I'd walk outside and I couldn't run because I picked up too much stuff. All this stuff um, is important. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that toy car is made of wood. I can use that. <laughs> so it's one of those games where, you know, it you can just tell it's such a huge world and there's so much to explore and to see. And, you know, when I heard people talk about it, I did not imagine myself <laughs> spending the majority yeah. of my time picking up toy cars. But, you know, <laughs> aside from that, it's it's a really cool game. Um, 
Yeah, they did. A good I'm job not with one. It. Yeah, and I'm I'm not one for like ultra gore. I generally avoid that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, this one, it's like that's not the whole game. I feel like this game is so much more. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Experiencing the universe that they've built out, which is so cool, and that's that's why it's like it's been six hours that I've been playing it, and it feels like hardly anything, just because I think I'm kind of seeing the tip of the iceberg, and I know that it's just going to keep going. Yeah. Um, so that's been really cool. Nice. Uh, along with that, it's like the first game that my wife can stand to watch because I'm not like sprinting everywhere. Has right. the cool. 20s music and she loves that so that's a big plus (laughs) um yeah just like you guys i i dipped my toe into the overwatch beta that was a lot of fun um as most people know i'm a a big halo 5 guy so i'm i'm kind of critical of first person shooters um beta for overwatch was a lot of fun it was really really well done, you know, really well produced. Um, I noticed that kind of stuff as well because I'm, I have a deep interest in game design and, uh, 3d animation and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I noticed that stuff like the production value and, you know, blizzard is always spot on. Um, and at the same time, I did have a couple beefs with it, just feeling like, you know, it's, it's, reminds me a little bit of team fortress where it's such a clean gameplay but at the same time i kind of wonder is there more to this mm-hmm. is there are there more layers to the complexity and i think that's just a, a problem that i have with these kind of you know i don't want to call overwatch a moba but i have the same problem with mobas where i have to decide well my problem is that i'm a a perfectionist in the sense that I love to master things. Mm -hmm. So MOBA for me is like, Oh no, there are like a hundred characters. I can't master all of them. (laughs) So I'll just do none of them. (laughs) Um, So unless I latch on to a couple characters, it's going to be hard for me to, you know, feel like I've done the game justice. If I don't find a way to master a good portion of those. So that's one thing that kind of scares me away from it, but that's just coming from that little OCD that I have. Sure. Um, but it's, it's definitely a fun game. Um, I did like getting into characters that I didn't imagine myself playing as and, and excelling with those. So that was really cool to see, you know, just my gameplay transforming around that. So props to them on that. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then of course, Halo five that I just want to say they, they have done such a good job just keeping me reeled in. Like <laughs> I, I knew I was going to play a lot of it, but the, the whole free DLC thing is just, you know, kind of blows my mind every time because every little bit and piece that they add to this game is, is refreshing. You know, even yeah. just adding Fiesta was like. Oh, I've got to go play like <laughs> as many games of that as I can before it's gone. Yes, it's so much fun. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I probably play Halo 5 until they stop updating it. Yeah. yeah. I just You say you say uh, you know, free DLC. It it's not free. 
for some people <laughs> with the rec pack uh, because they keep introducing idea. new. I mean, yeah, there's 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 new things to do, new 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 game types, um, but then there's new armor <laughs> and new visors. So people that have you know collection and issues, the, <laughs> the Halo Reach rec pack. Yeah. Ring, ring. Yep. And uh, you know, the, you know, there's that constant need, like, oh, I need to have it all. I need to have it. I need to have everything collected. You know, and so yeah, that, that gets expensive, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. keeps it free for everybody else. So that's great. <laughs> exactly. You know, even from f- for me, that that uh, touches home because I bought the 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 uh, collector's console because um, I'm that big of a Halo fanboy. Mm. Um, so, you know, uh, definitely paid. At least two hundred dollars more than yeah. I could have for for the same <laughs> console, but um, you know I'm sure that's helping perpetuate the <laughs> yeah. the DLC a little. But it's worth it. Yeah. I got my money's worth so far. Nice. So I'm I'm pretty satisfied. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been up to. Excellent. Um, superfluous. Hey, you got it right. <laughs> Always got it so, right. Um... So yeah, what I've been up to these uh, past few days. So don't laugh, please don't laugh. But, um, <laughs> I'm uh, I, I'm selling my Xbox 360 finally, and I decided to go back and finish these games that I just never finished. And so I've been playing a ton of like Assassin's Creed Rogue, which came out I think <laughs> like three years ago, two or three years ago now. At least, yeah. So yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Um, I'm at like 97% completion, so I'm pretty proud of that. Nice. I have kind of what you're talking about, Wormo, about being like a, a completionist. Like, it's all about that percentage, baby. I've got to get that 100%. <laughs> I think I have a problem, but at least my problem isn't buying Rec Prax and Halo 5. So. <laughs> That's a different problem. Uh, yeah. So I, um, I, I Not really like Not quite the... as expensive of a problem. <laughs> exactly. This one just costs my time in my life. <laughs> and um, time is priceless. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so that's what I've been doing. Um, it's been really fun. Like, um, Assassin's Creed has always been kind of like my guilty pleasure. It's about as, um, mature of a game as I like, if that makes sense. Um, I always turn off all the blood and all that stuff. Um, and my wife sometimes still gets mad at me for playing them, but (laughs) ever since the first one, I don't know, it was almost like, if you could imagine like Ocarina of Time, um, with more of an adult theme, like that's how the first Assassin's Creed struck me. And so all those early, you know, kind of last-gen Assassin's Creed games came, that came out, they they just spoke to me in that sort of way. Um, and uh, anyways, when they when they added the ship-based combat, you're, fl- you're driving around like a pirate ship and blowing up other ships and stuff, man, I just, I loved that. And so Assassin's Creed Rogue, it's basically, uh, Black Flag was the first one, that, it was the pirate one. And yeah, Rogue, basically, they just respun all the same assets, and they're like, it's almost like Assassin's Creed Black Flag 2. And, uh, you know, they really just a cash grab using the same assets. But yeah. it's funny because I liked it so much, I don't even care. Like, I don't care <laughs> if I've been here before. It's fun. Like, doing my thing. So that's what I've been up to. Um, I'm also trying to um, uh, keep up with Ark. Um, they're adding all sorts of really fun things in there. Um it's really interesting to see their business model too, because um, so Ark is like a, um, it's almost like Minecraft. It's like a first person shooter mixed with Minecraft mixed with like Pokemon, because you've got to go like capture all the dinosaurs <laughs> and train them and teach them to be, you know, the best they can be. And um, 
And it's really interesting the way they're they're like going about no it. No dinosaur ever was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hear the theme song in my head when I'm going around catching dinos. <laughs> um, but like uh, the way they're doing it, you know, it's it's still early access, and so they don't even have all the content in there, let alone like any of the optimizations. So in some ways, the game just plays like crap. Like I've built this yeah. huge, giant, like executive building. Like, a lot of people go for castles and stuff. I'm like, no, man, I'm skipping castles. I'm going to, like, executive office suites here, baby. <laughs> so I used all the metal and all that stuff. And um, anyways, just, like, walking up to it, like, the game freezes for a good, like, 30 seconds. So it loads yep. up all the pieces, like, every time. But that's okay, because I'm enjoying my, my Pokemon. So um, anyways, but what they're doing with this early access is they're, like, adding in... Um, new dinosaurs as they go through. So every couple weeks, they'll add in two or three more dinosaurs and creatures. I think they just added in like a giant like centipede thing that shoots like acid blood stuff. And <laughs> it, it's just it's it's really kind of neat how they're going about it. You know, see, so it's it's almost like the excitement of you know what are they going to add next sort of thing. What the yeah, um, new yeah yeah. So so there's it, it. Not only is the game fun to play and it's fun to conquer things in the game, it's fun to see what the devs are are cooking up in their back room. So um, I really enjoy the game. I, I look forward to the time when it doesn't take thirty seconds to load my executive office suite. <laughs> someday. Um, someday. <laughs> But until that time, you know, we'll we'll just keep plugging along with it. Um, they're actually adding in another really cool thing that they're doing is they're actually adding official mod support on the Xbox One. Um, really? So they're taking they're taking cool mods that they like that that people like from the PC, and they're basically saying, hey, this is really cool. Let's add it in to the official part of the game, and we'll release it on the Xbox One too. So. Um, Oh, so I think cool. that's that's really cool. So yeah, they've got this huge map coming out um, supposedly next week. I think um, that basically doubles the size of the you know the the area that you can play, which is already pretty big. And uh, and again, it's just some mod that some guy made on the PC that they really liked. So oh, kudos see, to that guy. Yeah. See, that was my biggest beef with Ark was that it was just one map. You just had one map. You know, it was yeah. predictable. Because with, with Minecraft, you know, it's all procedurally generated. Like you yeah. just. Keep, based on your seed, you keep walking, and it'll generate a whole new world, new biomes, all that. Exactly, um, yeah. But with this, I just kind of felt like, oh, well. It's like there's only so huh. much to explore. Yeah, well, it's actually so. interesting that you bring that up because just in the past, I think, week or two, they've actually announced that they're getting pretty close to the point where they can do procedurally generated stuff. Oh, that's excellent. Um, that's awesome. More, yeah, more in the line with Minecraft. So they're getting there. Yeah, uh, they just push the release back. Um, from July back to I think December now, but well, I mean, yeah, Ark's been in early access for what? I mean, probably a, a year. Years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, th I think it. I think it released last summer. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, a year and a half of early access. You know, if they followed their current schedule. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it's, cool. It's not too long. Um, and yeah, and, and also I've got to mention, you know, I, I played Overwatch. I think we're going to talk more about Overwatch later, um, yes. except we've talked about it a ton. So we have, early, <laughs> yeah. so. uh, but we'll, I'll, I'll save mine for, for later. Um, okay. and, and cool. destiny also, uh, I've been playing destiny, uh, slowly, but surely I feel like a spurned lover slowly coming back. Um, <laughs> we're warming back up to the old yeah, destiny. Yes. Slowly but surely, like what what Tech was talking about, you know the the new leveling system that they added in was uh, um, was way better. I think um, it, it, it yeah it doesn't feel quite so arbitrary. You don't feel quite so stuck because you're kind of guaranteed to get something at or above where you're at. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's so 
it's so conflicting, you know, because on the one hand, oh, this is awesome. Now I can actually play, you know, and, Mm. you know, and and I feel that, that drive. And then on the other hand, it's like, why didn't you guys do this from the beginning? Like, why did you make me waste so much of my time? I've beaten that stupid raid like 35 times and I'm still not 320. And like, what? And so it's like, it's, it's happy, but kind of infuriating. You feel robbed. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I'm still kind of like slowly warming back up. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not diving all the way back in yet. So we'll, we'll see where they take us. Anyways, um, I've talked for too long. So yeah. How dare you? Goodness on gracious. the bacon pancakes? <laughs> yes. Paradox, take it away. This is your podcast now, baby. Hey, yeah. Well, um, you know, I was busy playing Defense Grid, so I didn't hear anything that you guys said. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you what I've been doing with my life, and you're going to listen. Okay. And then we'll move on. So, okay. Um, yeah. It's been great. Life is good. I'm happy. Hey, guys. Nice Hi. to can I just can I just pause here? You said you were playing Defense Grid. Like I seriously was playing Rogue. Um, well, you know Dr. what? Uh, I noticed like, that. I goodness, saw you totally over there invading a fort with my pirate ship. So yes. I'm going to go back yes. to that, and you can. So on. and that's going to come up again because you have a serious issue. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, so hi, my name is hey. Steve. I like to play video games. And that's why I'm here. So it's great. Hi, Steve. Hello. Hi, Steve. Sounds like a dating intro. (laughs) Dating app intro. I like long walks on the beach. Hey, Steve. (laughs) No, I am. So lately, my life, because everyone is super interested in what I've been doing, um, been having a lot of fun. I got, uh, we had a a nice storm here a couple of weeks ago. So I got uh, a day off from gospel doctrine teaching. Are we allowed to talk about religion on the internet? Stop me How if I'm going too far. How dare you? <laughs> I was kidding. No, it, was, it, was, it was a nice little break. We, instead of going to church and teaching a lesson to people who probably didn't want to hear me talk anyway, we got to go out <laughs> and chop down trees and do some cool stuff. I'm like, this is a really fun game. I wonder how many points I'm earning. <laughs> I thought it was great. My wood chopping level so high. And dropped a giant log on my leg. And I'm like, this ah. is not fun. Well, like, who invented this game? Right. So probably Bungie. Yeah. No, probably it's, it's, Bungie. Bungie. Bungie did it. They need to nerf those <laughs> logs. But uh no, just uh life is good. Um in between chopping down trees and work and everything else. I've been somebody finally convinced me to buy some steam keys. I've never done it. Got a humble bundle for the first time and ended up getting like mini metro and a few things with it. Welcome uh, to the rabbit hole, man. Yeah, it's quite a <laughs> rabbit hole. In fact, talking about Mini Metro, I was going in there because I wanted to open up Rocket League, which is what I wanted to start playing, um, because Rocket League's awesome. Who doesn't like Rocket League? If you don't have Rocket League, go get Rocket League and come play with us because it's great. Yeah, it's so fun. Uh, plug, but, for the, plug for the Humble Bundle. They're actually selling it right now. Uh, the yes. Humble Monthly, it's $12. You get Rocket League, and then five other mystery games will drop. Uh, yeah. this and we got till the end of May, right? Mm-hmm. June first or fifth or something like that. Something like that. I think it's the fifth so, of the month. Yeah. So. They're usually really good games too, like, you know, twenty dollar games apiece. Yeah. I think well, last I time think the value some... was like hundred and seventy seven dollars yeah. or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I've seen Rocket League that low anyway, so if you're just getting Rocket League, it's a great deal. Yeah. Um so anyway, I went to get there, went to play Rocket League, Mini Metro. I don't have very many Steam games. Again, this is the first bundle I've ever bought. So 
M and R are right next to each other. So I ended up double clicking on Mini Metro instead of Rocket League and it paint pulled up and instead of closing it, I just started playing it. And six hours later, I stopped playing it to go to bed. It was like 2 a.m. But um, it's a really interesting game. Anyway, it's got fun things. It's got shapes and colors and you get to click on stuff. So um, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Worth a go if you want something that's simple and yet still really challenging. I'd kind of recommend getting into that. It's uh, I don't. It doesn't have tons of replayability, but it was still interesting. So nostalgia from his uh, preschool days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up for me. Anyway, give it a shot. It's kind of fun. So, uh, if you don't mind me asking, um, I dabble with puzzle games, and I've mm -hmm. heard of uh, Mini Metro. Yeah. I've been tempted to try it, but my problem is. When it gets like really difficult in a puzzle game, I'm just like, I'm not here to like crack my brain. Open. <laughs> yes, it, it has you several know. different modes and different uh, difficulty levels. And I've been playing the endless mode, which it's got kind of this thing where you've got these stations, and eventually they get overcrowded. And if it's overcrowded too long, you fail. Uh, that's kind of the point: is optimizing and being a good train station, right? Um, but it's got an endless mode where you never fail, so you can let it get as crowded as you want. And I've done a really, a really good job in going in and playing that, and I start seeing places overcrowd, so I delete a bunch of tracks and redo things. And it gets kind of fun to see how optimized you can get. The bad part of that mode is that eventually it just increasingly forever and ever gets more and more difficult. You get more stations, more tracks, more people joining the tracks. And eventually I think it becomes impossible. I think it got to the point where I just couldn't possibly keep up with it. So that kind of made me a little mad, but there are other game modes that you can spend some time getting just right. It, I wouldn't say it's a, a walk in the park to get everything just right. But uh, it's totally doable if you're kind of into that sort of thing. So anyway, it's fun. I liked it. Colors, shapes, it's, it's great stuff. So excellent. Anyway, um, let's see where we at. Oh, yeah. So Mini Metro. I played Defense Grid. That's what I was just playing. I think it was the free game of the month or something. Nice. That's kind of fun. Uh, again, I'm kind of like... Uh, I think it was Wormo saying he was a completionist. I'm kind of the same way. And so Defense Grid, I have to play it over and over and over until I get the high score and everything else. So that's kind of an interesting thing. Yes. Uh, it's been fun. So such so the opposite of me. Like, I have so many games that are like 48% complete. I'm like, I finished the single player. I'm done. I'm done. Like, we're, we're done. I got past this part. I'm, dude, I'm good. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I, I like it, and I don't like it. I mean, I like it because there's a lot of cool things you can do in Defense Grid, and there's a lot of, uh, oh, man, I've got to play this level again. But, um, I don't know, it's kind of cool. So, a couple of things keeping me busy. Um, in between that, getting back into Destiny, Destiny like a few other people, I told myself I wasn't going to, but I did. And... <laughs> I, I'm reminded why I like Destiny, and I'm yeah. also reminded why I don't like it. But it's just such the mechanics are really good, and I, I appreciate what they've done there. So I'm not too upset about getting back into it. Aside from the fact that one thing that keeps holding me back is between Challenge of Elders uh, sessions or rounds, I've got to wait for Super to finish raiding his whatever he's doing in Assassin's hey. Creed. Yeah, sorry. So, I'm working on it. Sheesh. It's it wasn't for back. that. Superfluous. Superfluous. It's got a problem. You're blaming me for everything. 
Well, awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, that's kind of me. So now that you're uh, supremely bored, we'll move on. No, no, that's perfect. Thank you. All right. Well, <laughs> going on, we are growing again. Um, I think last time we were approaching 500 for our last podcast. Well, now we are approaching 600. We have 500 discords on our Discord. Yes, on our Discord server. Sorry. Um, We've got, let's see here. Yeah, 583 people, I believe. Yeah. So that's great. It's good to see us coming up around 600. And, um, you know, we're getting new people in there all the time and they're staying and sticking around and contributing. And that's great. Um, I am watching. You guys update the show notes, and it's making me Just distracted. Just to what you're talking about. <laughs> totally not distracting at all. <laughs> so let me see here. Um, we going back to Discord. We've um, submitted an application for Discord partnership. Um, if we're approved, um, we will be given better access or better voice servers, which we really don't use a whole lot, but um, we'll also be getting like cool sweatshirts and a badge for our um, badge for our website. But that's something that we're working on right now, trying to get a partnership with Discord because Discord is growing so fast. I feel like so many communities and streamers and YouTubers have their own Discord server. So Discord is definitely growing. Um, as far as our donator recap goes, um, we've got... I think we're up to like $64 a month now. Um, we had, let me see here. We had to do some updates on our website. And so that was a hundred bucks and to get the new update um, purchased. Um, and so that's where some of that money went towards. Um, let me see here. We are, my hand, raised. my hand is raised. Oh, I did not see your hands raised. Yes. Bacon Thank pancakes. Um, I have a serious question. Okay. Serious answer. Why? would I donate and how do I do it? Why would you donate? You would donate if you're interested. Just lining your pockets. I mean, come on, what are you doing? (laughs) Yes. Every single penny is spent on Halo five rec packs. Actually. No. um, That explains it. Yeah. What we're trying to do is build the LDS pockets. Yeah. Right. We're trying to build the LDS gaming community. We're trying to, um, get to the point where we have more dedicated servers. We have the ability to organize tournaments and spend time on that and produce content such as other videos and, you know, make podcasting more regular and get better equipment and stuff like that. So we're just, we're trying to make this a, the real deal. And um, we're, we've been doing a pretty good job um, so far, I think. And uh, so to have just a little bit extra funds here and there help us put that money into, into projects and into giveaways and just kind of getting our name out so that other people can take you know, partake of what's going on here. Um, awesome. You can go to patreon.com. It's P A T R E O N.com slash LDS gamers. And that'll, that'll take you right to our Patreon page and you can do a, like a monthly charge there. Um, or you can do a one-time donation by going to ldsg.io slash donate. Um, and you can do that there. And we've got posters for sale. We've got our wonderfully designed, was it 24-inch by 36-inch 
LDS Gamer posters, which are they're really good looking. We uh, Mech, Mech WD or McCued has designed those for us, and um, those are for sale. And so, if, if you want to send twenty bucks, that allows us to put about twelve to thirteen dollars back into LDS Gamer's account um, after shipping and, and expense for the item. So yeah. I just wanted to make sure that everyone who may or may not be listening to this knows that, that you know, we're not here to make money. We're here no. because we love the community. We like gaming. We think that this is an important place for us. And uh, we're not trying to get money for ourselves. We're trying to get it for everyone who participates here. Yes. In fact, Ghost, if you don't mind, I'll tell everyone that probably 90% of the money we spend has come out of, you know, your pocket. It hasn't been donations. It hasn't been... Uh, things that's been something you believe in and you put a lot of money to it and to keep it going, we just need some help. So, yep. I believe in it. It's, it's, and it's growing, it's, it's building itself. And, uh, and I love that. It's very motivating. Um, we have, um, a survey coming out soon just to kind of get feedback from the community on, you know, what's going on and what, what people want, because this isn't about what I want. This isn't about what the staff wants. This is about what the community wants. Absolutely. So if there's uh, anything that you've maybe seen in other communities, anything that you've been excited about or anything that you think would be beneficial for our community, we'd love to hear about it. We want to continue to improve the community, to continue to provide new features and, and things that will be enjoyable. And, um, you know, we just kind of need some of that feedback. So feel free to give us any of your ideas of things that you've found to be uh, useful or enjoyable in other areas. And we'll try our best to, you know, make this place better for all of us. Um, yeah, so let's move into the recently released games and some of the things that we're excited about there. Uh, Tech, do you want to give that one a go? Uh, we could dabble in that, sure. Why not? So um, we had a couple game releases, but we missed our podcast last month, so forgive us. But... Um... But there were a lot of uh, games that came out with there. But uh, specifically this month, um, Uncharted just came out, I believe, two days ago, Uncharted 4. And I am so jealous of you, uh, Ghost, for having a PS4 and actually having that. I seriously contemplated and I was like, okay, I, what's the cheapest way I can get a PS4 just to get this game? And it was kind of like... Uh, <laughs> I had to reel myself back in, or my wife would have not been happy with me. So, um, but I, I've heard very good things. People are saying it's one of the best games they've ever played. Um, so, a lot of people are happy with it. Um, I keep hearing that it's the most beautiful game ever made. That's what's intriguing to me. I I love the technology side of it. Like I've watched hour long YouTube videos about some of the stuff they've done with it, and it's just. It's kind of crazy. Blows my mind. Yeah, I heard the CGI is just insane, insanely realistic. So, um, let's see. Other than that, um, it looks like a couple days ago there was news that Disney Infinity is shutting down. Um, pretty much any, all of Disney's, uh, I think it was Disney Interactive Studios, which produced all the games, um, is officially shutting down. Um, probably some business decision, but that means, you know, no more further development on that. And I, I know a couple people that, you know, bought that for their kids and, uh, had a great time with it. So hopefully they'll still be 
able to be used, I guess, with the, just won't have any future updates. Um, yeah, by the sounds of it, what they said was, you know, it's been a great game. I mean, obviously, but it's just such high production costs and the market isn't quite there to keep it sustained. So along with that, they are shutting down all of their publishing efforts, not just for Disney Infinity, but like you said, the Avalanche studio that produced Disney Infinity, as well as their all of their publishing. Um, so now they're only going to be doing licensing. Mm, yeah. I, well, they're... Um... Yeah, I think they're. I think you're right with that. I think their mobile games will stay, but I think you're right. I think they're going to license that out to more people. Um. So Overwatch is going to be released May 27th. Um. As far as I know, they closed down the beta for everybody. Because uh, usually I go on Twitch and I watch some Overwatch players. There's some really good people out there, but um. But nobody's playing it. They're all just playing recaps from uh, all their uh, old stuff oh, um, during the open beta. So that's May 27th. I've gone ahead and pre-ordered it, specifically on Xbox One. Later I might get it on PC. It depends, uh, <laughs> depends on what's going to happen. Um, I also read this interesting story um, about Division. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. Um, they are hurting a lot. Um, they had almost a 90% drop in their player base, specifically on PC, um, which was actually the lowest player base. I was looking at some numbers, uh, that's definitely higher on Xbox One and PS4, but it's, they've had a, a lot of problems, um, with their updates, um, updating, conning, basically, you know, glitches and stuff that are, that people are, um, exploiting and getting like max level and max gear. Um, and that's when, when you have the first month or first couple months of, of, of an MMO specifically upon launch release and you, and you make those kinds of mistakes, it's really hard to come back from that in today's world. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, Ghost, isn't this where you express your catharsis that it's done? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't want to do that because I know a lot of a lot of our players like have a lot of our members have really like in, enjoyed playing the division. I guess I'm just a little salty. Yeah, I guess I'm just a little salty that I didn't get a refund. <laughs> I just want a refund so bad. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, but oh well. Life goes on, and I learned a lesson. Let me see here. Let's just go ahead and skip on right into the thick of Overwatch. Uh, can I talk about Overwatch? I don't know anything about Overwatch, but I may or may not have played a lot of it. So, um, I like it. I like Overwatch. I think it's great. Go play it. Okay, we're done, right? Wait, no, it's coming out May 27th. Is that right? I think that's what I read there. 27th. So, May 27th. What do we get when we buy Overwatch and play it on May 27th? What are the platforms we're doing? It's on every platform, right? Yeah, PC, right. Xbox, and so PS4. Right. It's obviously cheaper if you get the base game on PC, but uh, with uh, Xbox or PlayStation, you get a few extra goodies there, I guess, some skins and things like that. But um, I think, just kind of going back a little bit, one of the things I like about the, the Overwatch is that... Um, we do have a lot of different characters, and this is one of the things I really like about Overwatch, and I'm excited 
to have played the beta and hopefully get a, a full game that I'm hoping adds more to it. That's one of the things I'm hold I'm hesitant about is the fact that it feels so limited in what we can do. Yet at the same time, I found myself really getting engrossed in all the different characters. I don't know, is there 12 or 16 characters? Um, there's a lot of characters. 21, I thought, yeah. I 24. Know. Huge amount of characters. Okay, 24. You know, it's it's insane. And every single one of them plays differently. And yep. they feel good. And I, I really enjoy that. I think they've done a great job. So even though it's limited, I still fully enjoy playing them. And I find new ways of using characters and new things that they can do. Yeah, that, that's one of the the things I've been kind of watching some of the, these uh, pro TF2 players, uh, Team Fortress 2. Um, they, they've kind of adapted themselves into this genre, and they've done a really good job. But they basically were showing that the more characters you play, there's definitely certain characters that are kind of for noobs, for people who are just starting out and have no idea what's going on. They do kind of well with them, and they kind of get into it. But there's some characters that that are really kind of take a lot of practice to kind of really get good at. And so that's that's one of the key factors of a good game is one that can kind of, you know, be good for the noob and also be good for the pro player and kind of everybody has fun in between. It, it felt fairly balanced. I mean, there were some times I got into games and we just got totally wiped out. Um, but I think that was more because the other team had a really good team going. It wasn't because that they were unfairly better at the game than I was or had special gear that I didn't have. Or two bastions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was just, you know, there are some balancing issues I think that need to be worked out, but overall you can hop in and do well regardless of your skill level. And I, uh, I was going to say right there, I, one of the things that really makes it interesting to me is not just how you know e each individual player can, can choose from this vast array of characters, but it's the team build that makes mm -hmm. such a huge difference. To me, it's just yeah. interesting to see how these people choose, like, well, I'm going to use this gal who can build walls mixed with this other sniper and with you know the healer that can fly. And yeah, it was just, yeah, really interesting to see just how all those combinations work together. Uh, we had a really fun game, uh, Dr. Tech, and I think it was a full team of, of LDSG folks, but um, Dr. Tech was playing as the giant hammer-wielding knight guy who can pull out this big shield and block all of his teammates. And then another player was playing as the uh, robot who can convert himself into a, a really heavy-hitting turret. And I was skating around as this little healer dude, and, and we had gotten up on, you know, the game mode is riding the car around. We had to deliver this payload, and we were all riding up on top of the car <laughs> with the shield out front and the turret sitting <laughs> up top just mowing, mowing down the other team. And I, I think we beat, you know, we beat that game mode in, it was probably three or four minutes. It was the fastest game. It was game really fast. Because we had this just great, you know, team build where everything Strategy, was coming yeah. together. Yeah. And so th that was what really struck me and, and stood out was just the possibilities for coming up with creative ways to, to destroy the other team. Yeah. And I did like, I kind of liked as well, I'm not sure if I'm sold on it exactly, but, you know, I think Wormo was talking about this problem of having too many characters and too many things to do as a completionist to be able to get it all done. But yeah. at the same time, I was earning all of the things for other characters as I was playing with my favorite ones. And so I think potentially you could complete everything. You may not need be the, the top pro player with every character, but you at least know how to play the characters and you earn everything for them. Um, and I think what really fu is fun coming out of it is that you can play what you want to play or play what 
you know, complements the team properly and have a lot of fun doing it uh, in new and different ways. Even though it's a fairly simplistic and repetitive game type, uh, which knowing Blizzard, I think will definitely change down the road. I think we'll see some cool things coming out of it. But um, I don't know. I'm excited for May 27th. I, I, it's a game that I really want to play, and yet I'm still hesitant on putting money down on it. But I know when it comes down to it, I'll probably buy it and be really happy doing it. So, I think what makes, for me, what makes the the character selection a little bothersome, I guess, is seeing other players use a character and do really well. Mm. And then I go try to use it, and I feel like I'm doing all the right things and just right. flopping so yeah. hard. Tracer is one of those. I see people just oh, mowing people down yeah. with Tracer. And then I go use it, and I feel like I'm doing great. I'm, I'm hopping in and out yeah. and here and there. Nobody can see me. Nobody can hit me. And then I'm just, like, insta-dead, and insta -dead. I barely put a dent in anyone else. Like, there's there's definitely things that I think, uh, little tricks that I need to figure out. But I think that's the thing is it's not necessarily the skill of the player. It's just that they can do specific things and damage against specific people. Yeah, just knowing how to play as that character. Because, yeah. you know, one of the most... I feel like one of the very hyped-up characters was also Winston. And I got in as Winston, and I got wrecked. And I played so bad, and I was like, what am I supposed to be doing here? And it just, like, I felt horrible. So I was like, it's kind of confusing, and I, it just kind of pushes me into a corner where I feel like, okay, like, I played okay as Soldier 76, Maybe I should just stick with him and master him, and I'll be the Soldier 76 guy on my team every game. But at the same time, I don't think that's how you're supposed to play Overwatch, you know? Yeah, you're that. not expected to play that way. Well, I think for myself, I found it uh, pretty easy to hop into any number of things. And I think the game type, the mystery hero game type, really helped with that. But uh, just being able to hop into everything and... Uh, start figuring out some things. I think that's what I liked about it is yeah. when I discovered a certain combo or a certain strategy that just made something so much better. I, I figured it out. I was happy. So. I think the mystery combo um, game type or the mystery hero game type was also like a really shining moment for, for me just because I, I knew going into it that the other team would be just as lousily put together as our team. <laughs> so I knew that there was a, a, a greater chance that we weren't just going to be wrecked by a full team who had already figured out the game. Um, so I thought That's it was true. a great way to Definitely. just kind of start and, and get a feel for the, the other players. Yeah, it all forces you to learn new characters that you wouldn't have tried yeah, normally. Exactly, definitely. Yeah, it also can cause a lot of problems. We had one match where we had three of the same healer. <laughs> um, the the angel girl what was her name? Mercy. Mercy. Oh, yeah. no. We had three mercies and we had like two tanks and then one DPS and it was like Sometimes we, you gotta learn when to take one for the team and just run in and get killed. Yeah, exactly. Oh but 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 we, we won pretty okay. drastically because no one could die because we had so many healers. <laughs> well, now that you mentioned yeah, running in, now that you mentioned just running in, I gotta say that was my one other like thing that I kept just getting so frustrated playing the beta was, you know, spawning and feeling like I was spending like eighty percent of my time just running back to where the fight was happening. And oh, yeah, yeah they need to fix that. Yeah, there has to be some kind of you know. There needs to be more closer. people. With yeah, or more teleportation, you know, something like that to reduce the 
getting back into where the action is actually happening. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even mind if they like increased the spawn time and just had you spawn closer. You know what I mean? But just that that yeah. forced yeah. walking. Yeah, well, really something cool. like that. Some way to to Point. counteract Counter that. It's like, oh, here I go. But that's that's very much a MOBA um, strategy, though. I mean, MOBAs always make you start at the very back and you have to yeah. go All the way back. to help your teammates. So that's kind of what they were going for, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you know. Yeah. I, I, I do agree with it though because there was one point where they were capping our, our B point and we had a lockdown really good but one guy came in, it was the Reaper used his super, killed everybody there uh, so we had the countdown by the time anybody was spawned in much less by the time we could get back to the point as we were spawning in they had capped it, there was like no chance of recovering from that so I do agree with some of that and I think again this was the beta, I think they've probably captured a lot of data and they'll be making some tweaks to it but uh, they had 9.8 million people try out the beta nice wow that's like the most any beta has ever done like ever that's crazy cool that's pretty awesome so it's, it's a fun game um uh, ghost here yeah sorry i was just okay. listening to you guys yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm still here all right um, well, before we move on, I did yeah. have one question. Um, since Ghost has kind of been sicking, uh, s st sitting, <laughs> sitting out for most of the discussion on Overwatch, I did want to ask. You know, I feel like you've been one of the big, bigger proponents uh, for LDS gamers going towards Overwatch. Mm -hmm. um, and earlier, you mentioned how you know you've only been able to play maybe one night with it. And, yeah. you know, even prior to that, I, I know just how much you've been excited for it. I wouldn't say hyped, but, you know, I can tell that this is a game that you're really going to get into. And I'm just wondering why. Like, what what has been what's drawing you into Overwatch so much? Well, I think... Without, without like, having a big gaming experience with it already. Right, sure. Yeah, I think well, uh, the biggest thing is that it reminds me a lot of TF2, Team Fortress 2. And I loved T, uh, Team Fortress 2. I've played that so much, and I've had so many like great memories of that game, like land parties and whatnot. Um, it's just a good, solid game. And uh, the fact that you know it's an appropriate game. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's rated teen, and I think that that, that I'm more able to you know rather more or less endorse you know or encourage others to play a game like that than I would say like the division or, or any other games that have a lot of profanity or violence in them. And it's just, it's just like a fun a, game, you know, it's just, it's fun. a good game that you don't feel bad to promote. Right. Exactly. And on top of all that, you know, I just love the, you know, the, the animated shorts that they've come out with and just the amount of effort yeah, they've put fun. in. Yeah. And there's actually another one coming out, soon tomorrow, tomorrow or next day. yeah i want to say it's either the next day or two um that i'm really looking forward to so yeah just, so it'll probably be out by the time that the podcast goes up yeah that's probably true so yeah it's just it's it's just this huge like culmination of blizzard's effort combined with experiences i've had with games that are similar and my just my love for the fact that it's not gory it's there's you know there's there's no f bombs being thrown around you know it's a it's it's a first person shooter that you can really enjoy and not feel like 
bad that you're playing. So, and I, yeah, and I like that. Or that your kids see you playing it. Like my kids love watching the character design, all the animations, the things yeah. like that. Yeah, you're still shooting people and stuff, but it doesn't really feel like that. It feels like you're using abilities and strategies. Earn points, to, yeah. Earn points. Yeah, and it almost really even just the aesthetic, you know, reminds me so much of like a Pixar movie. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's like a yep, like a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with all those points. Yeah, just fun. That's what it comes down to. All right. Well, that is Overwatch, and we are all very much looking forward to actually being able to play it. Um, let me see here. Let's just go ahead and skip on through to... Let's go ahead and wrap this up. We're going on an hour now, and um, I don't want to keep you guys from your families any longer, but... Let's just go ahead and jump on into our podcasters' picks slash plugs of the week. We can pick a game, an app, a movie, a book, or a product. And um, for me, I have found this app called RoomScan. I don't know how useful this is going to be for everybody, anybody, but it's called RoomScan, okay? I think and, I know exactly what you're talking yes. about. And what you do is you just hold your phone up to the wall until it vibrates or beeps and then you go to the next wall and you wait until it vibrates or beeps and then you go to the next wall and then the next wall until you've like covered your whole room and then gone to the next wall again after that it creates an accurate floor plan that you can then add a door to and then go to the next room and just hold your phone against all and it makes this perfect floor plan of any building that you're in and it even shows you where you took where your footsteps were and it shows you how how long a wall is and so i mean if you have any use for it i mean if you want a floor plan of your house i think for 499 at least i think it's on i believe it's on android as well um for you know 5 bucks you can get this amazing tool it's it's magic like honestly i've blown it's blown my mind it's blown my father-in-law's mind and anyone else that i've shown they're just like how is it working? You know, how is this possible? It is just Sounds so, awesome. it's so cool. It is just so cool. Um, so yeah, check it out. Room scan. If you don't want to pay the five bucks, at least watch a video about it. Cause it's so cool. And, uh, I would also like to plug a product and we aren't getting paid for this, but I just have really enjoyed using, uh, my DJI, uh, Phantom four. It's the quadcopter drone, whatever, what have you. Um, with a 4K camera on it, and I've just really, really enjoyed um, using that and getting the footage from that. I, I recently took a trip down to Tennessee, and we were in the mountains, and so I took my 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 Phantom up, and I was showing my brother, and it's got so much, it's got so many cool features built in that like I lost signal, like I just the screen just said complete signal loss, like nothing it was a black screen i started to panic i was like oh no you know here's this 1500 hundred dollar drone that i have just lost somewhere in the mountains you know i have no picture i can't see where i am i can't even see it you know visually and then all of a sudden it started beeping so like there's just a few moments of terror and fear and then it just started beeping and it said returning to home and so using gps and because it sets the map location every time you take off so it's got all these things built in to just protect it, which is great. Because the Phantom 3 didn't have that. I had the Phantom 3 Professional, 
and it didn't have all that stuff built in. And it's also got, oh, it's just got so many cool stuff. Check it out. I'm not going to go and take any more time, but check it out. If you're in the, in the market for a new drone, I highly recommend the DJI Phantom 4. And that's it. So moving on to tech, you got. So um, I've been, so I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, like huge, huge. And uh, it's, it's always been something that's kind of been a part of me growing up. And so I always had this idea of starting like a website that was kind of devoted to like a Star Wars fan site sort of stuff. And so I decided to finally create it. Um, and I did. And it's called rebelbase.com. But uh, Revel is uh, R-E-V-E-L, like I revel in in laughter and good times, revelbase.com. And yeah, it's just just funny stories I'll put up about Star Wars, about me growing up, and and I also think someday I'll I'll have a podcast on there with with, uh, some fellow Star Wars fans of mine that will talk about Star Wars, because it's just, and you know, it's something that we (laughs) will have plenty of, uh, um, data for because i mean disney's going crazy with all the, yeah. all the star wars stuff there i mean they're full force marketing plan like everything i mean you know move, new movies every year you know the comics the completely new comics um this mostly because they you know acquired marvel so the marvel could kind of take over that um completely and i grew up reading all the extended universe star wars books um the stuff that like happened after return of the jedi that are now have been completely you know, labeled as not canon anymore, and they're just going to start to make new stuff off the new movie, and it's just just crazy. Because I thought we were done, you know. I thought, hey, you know, prequels <laughs> are done. I was like, I'm never going to hear about Star Wars again. I'll watch the videos once in a while, but now it's like, geez, man, <laughs> like I I never knew that there was going to be this much to look forward to. So, yeah, so check it out, RebelBase.com. Nice. And Wormo, what do you got? All right. Well, um, actually, today I was uh, turned on to a new keyboard by a coworker of mine, a keyboard for the iPhone. Um, so if you're an iOS user, I would recommend checking out the Gboard. You can type that right into the App Store, just G-B-O-A-R-D. And it's actually made by Google. Um, really? If you're curious... Just so cool. Yeah, look it up on YouTube or something. It's a pretty cool little keyboard. Um, you know, before I had the iPhone that I have now, I was a Galaxy Samsung user. And I loved the uh, the swipe features. And that was one of the main reasons that I felt like I could switch over to iOS was because they were allowing the third-party keyboards. But I just, you know, it just didn't feel good. Uh feel as good on iPhone for some reason, so I never really stuck with that. Um, but that's one of the features on the Gboard that I like is that it's so responsive. You know, there's no delay. Like, some of them will kind of slow down and take a minute to track your finger, but the Gboard's really fast. And then the reason I won't, I say you should watch a video about it is because it does some really cool search features where... Um, it has a Google button, and it will bring up a little search window in place of your keyboard. And you can type in the name of a restaurant and click on the restaurant, and it will copy the address into your message. Oh, or nice. you could type in Ninja Turtles GIF, and there's actually a, a button on the bottom of the keyboard where you hit GIF, 
and it will load GIFs, and you can plug a GIF into your messages. So um, cool. <laughs> just that easy. And I'm, like, terrified that I'm going to start using so much more data because I'm always going to be sending GIFs now. Um, so the Gboard is really cool. It's free, of course. Um, it's from Google. You know, Google makes good stuff, too. So check that out. Um, and then one other mobile suggestion. Uh, <laughs> I have to admit, I'm guilty of buying very many mobile games and <laughs> uh, almost never playing most of them, but mostly, <laughs> you know, I see a cool looking game and yeah, exactly. It's the same thing, but it's on my phone and I don't feel as bad because usually it's like a dollar or three dollars. Um, but probably the best true. Yeah, true. Um, probably the five, the best $5 I ever spent on a mobile game was Lara Croft Go. So I definitely want to plug that because like I said earlier, like I like to dabble with puzzle games, but I just really hate when I feel like I'm like doing like math homework and like getting stuck and just like hating my life for it. (laughs) So Lara Croft Go is cool because it's like you can think and figure it out, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if you, just try it enough times, you'll <laughs> you'll probably get through the puzzle by accident. Um, there were a couple times where I got through and I'm like, wait, what did I do? And I tried to redo it and I couldn't. Um, so I think that's why I loved it as a puzzle game. Also because there's um, there are little collectibles that you're always looking for and you get little rewards. And it's just a super, it's charming. It's one of those games where you can play it for like, two minutes and not feel like you're missing out. If you close your phone for a couple minutes, it's like just really easy to get that little fill. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm sure pretty much anybody will like that game. So if it goes on sale or yeah, just check it out. Um, uh, super quick. I just bought off of Craigslist, a little office chair and Everybody else should do that. It's uh, <laughs> I bought it for twenty bucks, and I'm so much more comfortable than sitting on the old wooden chair that I had before. So, uh, <laughs> it's awesome. it's, uh, take a minute and find a nice chair, and you'll you'll have if much you more. Have an old wooden chair. <laughs> go buy a new one on Craigslist. <laughs> yes, that is buy a nice chair, and you'll be a happy podcast. person. <laughs> Even better, you can go my route. I found a um, an old recumbent exercise bike, uh, yeah, and I ripped the console oh. off, and I slid that under my desk. So I use that while I'm gaming, <laughs> try and lose a little bit of weight, you know. So oh my gosh, yeah. Craigslist best man. advice ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I get. I take it it's my turn. Um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll go really quick with mine. Um, so for my uh, my plug, I, I was just going to do one more plug for our uh, charity donation, um, a little different kind of plug. But uh, um, if you missed it uh, in, uh, you know, the past few weeks, we've been raising money um, for the uh, uh, for the Muscular Dystrophy Association in honor of uh, one of our early LDSG members, uh, Connor Long. Um, he went by the gamer tag of Exotic VN. Um, he passed away to muscular dystrophy. Um, last summer, um, due to complications from the disease, it's a disease that usually manifests um, in the teenage years. It's usually affects uh, males. It's genetic. We, there is no cure. There's only kind of treatment to 
prolong the uh, you know the the decline. Basically, it's where your muscles atrophy uh, slowly, um, and uh, and it's just it it sucks so much. Um, anyways, what what we're doing is uh, in honor of Connor and and kind of the awesome uh, awesome gamer, awesome person, awesome. Eagle Scout, awesome member of the church that he was. We were, uh, were raising money to give a donation uh, to the M- MDA so we can eventually, you know, find a cure to this disease. Um, if you if you'd like to make a donation, um, the even though you know we're not really promoting it too much anymore, um, the the page is still up, um, and we haven't we haven't made the the total donation to the MDA yet. So you you can still get on board. Um, the the place to go is uh, GoFundMe.com. Uh, slash in honor of Connor, and that's spelled K-O-N-N-E-R. So GoFundMe.com slash in honor of Connor, K-O-N-N-E-R, um, and you can make a donation. We've so far we've raised. I think the total there is uh, somewhere around three hundred dollars, and we've got a few more in kind donations as well coming in, um, and hopefully a donation match uh, from one of our uh, members' uh, employers. So uh, really awesome that we can help uh, help make a difference. And um, that's my plug for the month. And I think Bacon Pancakes slash Paradox slash Steve slash Captain Awesome is going to end it for us. Slash Ultimate Gazebo. Oh, oh sorry, man. I, I missed that one. Man, we, you're, you're falling behind here. Uh, yeah, so uh, plugs. Let's see. Hmm. Uh, there's so many cool things out there. The world is full of amazing things. What should I talk about? Trees. trees. I love trees. Goats. I love trees. Go trees. Yay, trees. Um, no, I think there's a couple of pretty cool things I'd like to talk about. Uh, first of all, shout out to all my uh, special guests on this podcast today. Thank you for joining me. Uh, second, <laughs> I think um, I've been I've been having a lot of fun with this. I got a, with a tax return, got a Sonos play bar. I hadn't ever had a Sonos uh anything from them before. So it was kind of a new thing. I plugged it into my TV. I also got a couple of the smaller ones, the play ones, uh, and it all just hooked itself up and it was amazing. And I have wireless surround sound that sounds amazing, has great quality, a little bit more expensive, but I found the Amazon warehouse deals and then got an extra 10% off on that. And it was all tax returns. It was awesome. So, um, I wouldn't say, Hey, go out and buy one right now. Cause they are expensive. But if you get an opportunity to get one, uh, I would fully, fully uh, recommend it. So I've been having some fun with that immersive sound in my house with Sonos. Um, the other thing I've been ha- really enjoying lately, and it's not really for everyone, I guess, but it intrigues me a lot, is uh, some of these DNA tests that you can do. Uh, like there's a bunch of them out there. There's 23andMe, there's Ancestry.com, they have one, uh, several others. But... Um, I've just found some pretty interesting things there, learned a lot about some heritage, learned about possible family ties I didn't know about, and a lot of uh, health-related things, just about kind of things that I'm maybe prone to or things that I just didn't know about myself that I thought were really neat to see. And lately they've been getting better, like it improves over time as they learn more about these genomes and different things that are happening there. And uh, it's just exciting to me because the field is growing and we've got these new CRISPR techniques and gene editing and uh, things that could potentially help uh, people with uh, MDA or some of the other things that we've talked about and care about, that uh, there's real real life things that can come out of these real uh, cures for things that we've never thought could be cured before that are right on the horizon. And I think that's really neat. Um, in fact, we're, we're participating in one right now 
looking for uh, autism. Um, so they actually send out these little kits. You, you spit in them, you send them back, and they take what they know about your family and some of the things that are happening there, and then they compare them with databases of other people, and they figure out exactly where the genes are. And with technology today, we can figure out what those genes do and how to fix them. And uh, we're not quite there to truly editing live human DNA, but I think we're close, and I think there's some really awesome things out there. So that's my plug. Um, just really exciting. So that's about it. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Par Thanks Paradox. So that's it. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and close this podcast. Um, we're going to try to be more frequent with our podcasts. Like I said, last month was kind of an anomaly. I'm sure Ghost will at least have another year before he has another baby, so I think we're safe. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. If his wife has anything to say about it, I think it'll at least be that. Um, Doesn't he have like five kids under the age of four or something like no, that? Oh, man. This is his fourth kid, isn't it? I <laughs> yeah. think something like that, yeah. They are, they are pretty close. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so look forward to Overwatch as we are talking. That's uh, May 27th. I hope to see you guys all on Discord channels, um, and we'll group up and have a good time. Tell your friends. Yep, tell, tell your, your friends. friends. Invite them. It'll, it'll be, it's, <laughs> that'll be really. It'll be really fun. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Yeah. So guys, until next time. All right. Adios. <laughs>